And we're live. Who hey, runs Laura. the world? God. Wait, no, that's not how that song goes. Wait, did you Girls. say God? <laughs> God. I swear I'm empowered. No, I said guys. <laughs> I thought you said God. I was like, oh. I didn't realize that you were so religious. No, nah, it hasn't happened despite my mama's, my mama's attempts. Laura, make sure you read Psalm 91 every day. Yes, mama. Every day. <laughs> All right. So, Laura, have you met any new Black people this week? Girl, let me tell you. So I've been taking a bus. I have been riding my bike more often, but on the instances when I have ridden the bus. Okay, so I'll start backwards. So today I got in the bus and I did something that might have made this person uncomfortable because there were other empty seats around this Black man, but I decided to sit next to the Black man. And so... That's what I did. And on my way exiting the bus, I looked over at him because I thought we were going to do, you know, a nod, but he ain't acknowledged me. So whatever. I got what I needed from that exchange. And then continuing on the bus last week, there was a whole black family, four kids, mom, dad on the back of the bus, just living their lives, being happy, curious kids. And it was just a beautiful display of just Black love, black family, just just beauty. So of course I had to sit next to them so I could get what I needed. I hope I gave them something because I smiled at them. You know, there were there were some nice friendly exchanges, if you will. You might um, have been creeping them out, Laura. Or <laughs> I might have been creeping them out. And they're smiling all weird. <laughs> this is also a possibility. I do have a big smile at that. I don't know how to subtly smile. I haven't worked that one yet. Lastly, I went to the mall last last week and there was these three bbw i'm sorry three um three women with ample hip size <laughs> that were <laughs> doing laps in the mall I'm sorry so you can't throw that out without ex explaining it what is a bbw one? <laughs> a big booty woman a big <laughs> big black woman big booty black. woman <laughs> there were these three black three big black women <laughs> And they, what I, what I really admired was that they were in there, you know, they looked to be in fitness apparel, athletic apparel. Okay. And they were inside of a mall, mind you, and they were just doing laps around the, you know, the whole floor, which is pretty expansive as you can imagine, cause it's a mall. And the way I see it, they mass smart for that. Like why get a gym membership to go walk on a treadmill if all you intend to do is walk go to the mall, which was probably in their neighborhood, and do some laps with your girlfriend, and just try and avoid going to, you know, like the Krispy Kreme or the little pretzel stand because that might defeat the whole purpose, or maybe you're just trying to maintain whatever. Do you, boo? But the point is, I saw them from afar. I didn't get to give them my, my creepy smile or nothing, but I got what I needed. I got what I needed. It was cool. You know what's yeah. a regional phenomenon that, like, I feel like most people don't really fully appreciate it? So, like, Anywhere else in the world, if you see grown men at a playground, it's totally it's a, normal. It's a problem. No. Yes. Just everywhere in the world. I thought that was just America. No, I no, I mean like anywhere else in this country oh, besides New gotcha. York City, where <laughs> everybody got a gym membership to the playground. <laughs> oh, I got what you mean. Yeah, when you of course, like doing pull-ups on the yeah, monkey bars. Yeah, doing pull-ups on the monkey bars. That's, that's, that's a workout, yo. Come on. 
<laughs> whatever you like it's a full on like it's an actual gym like not just a jungle gym for the kids it's an actual and there are multiple we men we go multiple share. men working out at the Hell same yeah. like it's Hell like a, yeah. a meetup <laughs> you push your baby on the swing while i do my little dips we going to be all right we sharing we sharing this is how like, it's going to work when i was teaching in brooklyn i would take the kids to the park and like literally be like, oh hey daddy, like oh okay, all right. <laughs> you ain't no you. Oh okay, yep. <laughs> that's, that's 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 her dad. He's just working out. Right. And see, I mean, my, like somebody else's dad might be at the gym. Homeboy's just at the park. You know, whatever. The park is free. It is park. free ninety nine. I like free ninety nine. New year, no. And they always look like they succeeding at their. How they be swole. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you ever seen dudes? And I say dudes because. it's I've only ever seen dudes do mm -hmm. this working out in the train <laughs> in a tra like a packed ass train. That's, That's worse than There's Showtime. No That's There's worse than Showtime. At least with no Showtime, you know, you know what to expect. And like, you know, you know how to maneuver yourself. But what <laughs> do you do when a grown ass man has decided <laughs> that instead of sitting down next to you, he's going to do pull ups? next to you your junk all up in your face part like no excuse me sir excuse me sir yeah nah That's nah yo nah they don't do it next to me because i think they know i would be like excuse me sir anyway shout out to bon Quique. you ever seen that skit of course i have all right maybe we need to share that with the people she my favorite she's I complicated actually, order right yes she actually i actually showed that video oh and the I one is you don't want no 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 that's a different one. The dude, can I have your number? Can I have it? Can I? Have oh, it? I don't know that one. <laughs> um, but I showed the video Bonquiqui with the bon with the complicated order. Complicated to order. My staff when I used to oversee customer service, I was like, we oh, gotta open the meeting. So yeah, we we, we picked the parts of that that did not work well, which are pretty much all, all of, of them. them. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great though. It was, mm -hmm. it was good. Anyhow, how about you? How about any, any black people for you? Did you go outside? I went to New York City. Oh, so there's so many black people. Did oh, you see are. black men working out in a park? I did not go to the park. <laughs> so okay. I did not see any black men working out there. Okay. But or I promise you, if I had, I also did not take a train. Oh. I did not. Yeah. Did you ride a bicycle? I did not ride a bicycle. I was Were in a you car. in a car? In New York City? Mm. We always had specific destinations. Okay. And we were coming in from New Jersey every time. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta drive that. I mean, you don't have to. It's just becomes a, take that, the, it becomes a complicated order. You <laughs> trying to take NJ Transit all the time. No. Nah, I'm good. You know they always be trifling too. Like people mm -hmm. complain about the MTA, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. New Jersey mm -hmm. Transit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Focus. Um, Who are you, black people? So I went to a dance class. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, I need it to be very clear to everyone listening that I don't dance. Well. Aisha, Aisha knows she doesn't dance well. Well, I'm fully aware. And it's not that Aisha don't got rhythm. Aisha's a musician. Oh, I have rhythm. She's got plenty of rhythm. She just doesn't execute it in the form of dance. It's getting, it's getting better. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and honestly. Mm -hmm. That's not very hard because it was really bad. <laughs> I, I'm just saying the bar was low, so I can believe that. No problem. No problem. I didn't say where the bar is at. I just said it's a little <laughs> higher. <enough. laughs> 
it's better. It's, you're making progress. We're making progress. We 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 spent some time. <laughs> to How class. long was this class? What kind of music was played? Was it black? Was it black people? So the name of this class was Slaying Self Love, and it was well, a that queen. sounds like blackness. Oh, it was very black. It was hosted by Queen Moves, which actually um, one half of Queen Moves is my former coworker, Girdley Cages. And oh, yeah. yeah, you remember Girdley. And her birthday twin, um, what is her name? They call her Brat, but I don't actually know her real name. Now As that in I... Dub Brat? Yeah, like her, her like name, like her thing is like Bratty Hips, but I don't know her actual name. What wow, I don't brat? know this girl's name. Um, it's okay. But She's a wonderful way, young person. Yeah. Um, but they both dance really, really well, unlike me. I, I would hope. Yeah, well, they're leading the workshop, so there's that. Um, but it was a sold-out class. It was really cool. I only, I mean, I signed up partially because I wanted to and partially because I wanted to support. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, of normally, course. Norm normally, I would not um, sign myself up for such things. but You don't say. Mm. Mm. But, uh. You know, a new year, new me. Just kidding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Way of dance. Okay. New expression. No, sure. I think it's more so like just trying to like be less anxious and not do things because of irrational fear. Um, so, yeah, I took this dance class. It was really, really cool. They um, taught us like this choreography based on or like to some empowering song, I forget the name of it. Was it who runs the world and everyone said girls instead of guys? No, no, it was like, oh man. It had like the, it was like a very like, I'm a strong black woman and I'm mad at this dude song. Well, I like that. Do we break his window of his core? core. No, but wow. we succeeded core. and made him mad about it. Um, All right. <laughs> oh, what is the name of that song? It'll come to me. Either way. It was really cool, and they made they um told us to write a word that would define our 2018, and I picked the word thrive. Oh, I and, saw this. Um, at the end, the there was a um a, a woman who's studying dance therapy. Um, she's pretty much done with her degree and all of that, but she led us in an exercise to sort of set our intentions using that word, and it was really really cool. Like we mm -hmm. affirmed it for ourselves, and then we affirmed it for each other, and it was really really nice. Yay! So. I'm thriving in 2018. And then today I went on a bike ride. I wanted to go. This was going to be my bus how, but I'll just tell you now. Bus how, I was trying <laughs> to go purchase some shea butter and black soap from the African market, which Fair is about enough. four miles from my house, which is completely a reasonable biking distance. And so I went, I get there, and it looks like these people have been closed down. Not just closed, closed oh. down. So I did not get my shea butter and black soap. I'm going to have to try some Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why didn't you get it when you were in New York? I wanted to, but I never made it to Harlem. Oh, okay. That's well, my boy's about to send me a care package with shea butter, black soap, and some particular deodorants that I can only find in my neighborhood for nine dollars, but he finds them at Marshall's for three. Anyway, I could ask him to throw you some too, and then we could anyway. I we could talk about this offline. <laughs> yeah, but I'm supposed to be going to the desert in west west texas how soon um friday and oh no nah, i can't i can't get it to you that soon today that is wednesday going. so i'm gonna that have to go going. no that's that not gonna work out so i'm gonna have to figure out some moisturization before then i'm sure I'm not, you can find i'm not trying to be crusty 
you is can it? find a good moisturizer in advance of Friday, I believe. Yeah, I'll be good. Because you I mean, live in the land of the black people. So I, I do. I, there are options. There's more than one African market. That's just the one I tried today. Yeah. Oh, and on my way home, get there, you can go to the ethnic aisle of any store. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold that thought. Come back to that. Come back to that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. But <laughs> on my way home from the African market, I passed a man. He was right on the sidewalk, a black man. Mm -hmm. And he was very intently waving, not in like a creepy way, but just like oh. a friendly neighbor way. And I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> Yay. I hope that's what I come across like when I'm smiling at people's babies in the bus. Like I was sort of acknowledging him, but not as much as he wanted me to. So I, like, <laughs> that's my like, that's my boy. That's my boy. Cause that's <laughs> it me was too. an intense wave. I was like, all right, this man is really saying hello to me. So I'm gonna yes, say hello is. back. That's what we're yes. gonna do. <laughs> Actually, there was a black woman this morning whose attention I was trying to get, but I would have had to have crossed the street, like walk speed walk ahead of her and then turn around to wave at her. It was gonna be a lot of work. So I I'm I let that one go. I let that one go. Maybe I'll see her tomorrow. Why does this feel like a video game? <laughs> oh man, I missed the mushroom. <laughs> when it like slides off the top and like falls I, I got, off the side of the cliff. Oh, and it's like don't jump after it and then no, 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 no. that don't work. That don't not that I know that from experience or nothing. I'm just I'm just I observed that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wait, wait. What was it about the ethnic aisle? Oh Lord. Okay. So I was in Target. This Target is in South Plainfield, New Jersey, which is right next door to Piscataway, where I'm mm -hmm. from, or where I grew up, rather. And I was looking for hair products. Mm -hmm. And it remember they had that whole big thing where they don't have the um the ethnic, ethnic aisle, aisle anymore? That yeah. is BS because now it says textured hair. Wait, it says textured hair on the sign of the aisle? It sure did. I didn't well, take a picture. I hold have. up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that is in fact a better representation of what is there because what about the you know the Jew with the curly fro? She needs some of that too. Cause her curls be dry. Her Did you know her products wasn't in that section, Laura? They might be. They might be. Didn't you watch the Shea Moisture commercial? Come on. Throwing shade at Shea Moisture. Anyway, um, but maybe maybe Shea Moisture helps her. It is possible. Maybe she's a 3C, a 3B. <laughs> maybe. I know a Jew. What happened with a three? Everybody being in the same aisle, Laura. Wait, did they have? Wait, 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 wait. Was it really a dedicated aisle? Yes. Like the other aisles where like the Dove products are? You no, know, it wasn't even the aisle anymore. It was a back wall. I was real mad. Wow, wow, mm -hmm. wow. I didn't even get on. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Fix it, Black Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. Fix it like Jesus. My name is Laura Solis, and I have been gluten free for 31 days. <laughs> My name is Aisha McGowan, and I was gluten free for about two weeks. And then I went to California, and I was real hungry, and all they had was sandwiches, and that's what I ate. <laughs> what? I've been doing this alone. What? What? You ain't in my struggle with me. You ain't in my struggle bus. No, 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 no. Damn! Look at you throwing suggestions yesterday, talking about, oh yeah, go to Trader Joe's. They got the best gluten free bread. But you ain't even <laughs> eating it right now. You ain't even eating it right now. 
Just because wow. I ain't eating it don't mean I don't know about it. I wow. live that life. Do as I say, not as I do. Wow. I, I mean, I, I, I don't consider myself gluten free. I call myself gluten light. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on. <laughs> Enough about our gluten intake. Um, oh, and for anyone who's wondering, don't worry. I'll be back to eating the gluten. After February 11th, I only needed to do this for six weeks. It was for the sake of science. We're trying to figure out, my health practitioner and I, if gluten is a trigger for my migraines. So, Have you been migraine-free? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have been migraine light. (laughs) I'll say that. I've been migraine light. Okay. Um, Okay. So that's something. But that also lets me know that I can still consume gluten and I'm not gonna i mean i don't know if it aggravates it at all but maybe it does i we we gonna see she told me six weeks was best because it takes a while to get all the gluten out your system um all right all right moving on um for yas queen i have i nominate (laughs) tiffany haddish tell me you know her of course you do um who's that never heard of her I'm in the back mm. right now. What's going on? Mm. Tiffany Haddish is a black female comedian okay. Okay. who is also an actress. And she debuted, I believe, or at least was a breakout star in Girls Trip last summer, okay. which featured, which was a film by, um, I believe, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith co directed that. Something of the sort. Something of that sort. Um, but anyway, she was, no, have I seen get out? No. So, you know, um, the point is she is from what I've heard and what you've seen hilarious. Um, and so recently on January 3rd, I believe she was receiving an award by NYFCC, which is the New York film critic circle. And you know how normally they give you like a minute maybe 45 seconds to accept your reward, your award. Mm. Nah. Tiffany was <laughs> up there for t- nearly 20 minutes long. Um, <laughs> yes, but, black woman. But bust how yes, people were there for it. They were in love with what she had to say. Uh, I'll give you one quote. There are a lot of people like me that you don't know about, but they're coming because I'm keeping the door open. She go, is... A person who I feel like is so relatable to so many people in the struggle, whether it's in the struggle of arts, finances, you just a regular schmegler girl from the hood, okay, whatever party. the case is, right? Like, and so because she is so relatable to so many people who we don't get to see often in the media, make you know, with this, no, I'm trying to put them on camera and record that because right? they're ridiculous because they and don't think. Authentic people exist beyond their scope. And it's like, she reminds me of so many people that I know, but she's doing it. And I love it. I love her platform. And I love that she, as she says, is keeping the door open for other people to come through. Because hell yeah, when you get a seat at the table, you best believe I'm holding the chair next to me for the next woman too. Shit. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's all yas, queen. What uh-huh. we going to talk about this week, Aisha? What we going to talk about? So, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I've been eating pistachios. And one just got caught in my throat. Mm, rude. Rude. <laughs> Am I rude or is the pistachio rude? You rude. Mm, okay. I'll you. take it. <laughs> They're very good. But either way, 
Um, I don't doubt this. <laughs> we are going to talk about what I am calling, what am I calling it? Pitchfork protocol. And that's, that's what it was. Pitchfork Ooh. protocol. Um, what Pitchfork protocol is, is the procedure or protocol that we use to decide whether or not we, as a community, the black community or the people of color community or the black woman community are going to pick up our pitchforks and rally. Um, so sort of earlier, like what we did with H&M? Yes. And the, the monkey in the jungle? Mm-hmm. Coolest monkey in the jungle shirt? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that pitchfork protocol was, the pitchfork protocol was, I guess, what it, enacted? It um, was met, whatever the, yeah, it was enacted. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. we, we, we carried it out. We carried out the protocol. Mm-hmm. We received, we saw the black, we saw the black signal. And, <laughs> and the black signal. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the black signal and we made it happen. Yes, yes. Um, but n- now, not too long after the H&M thing, um, speaking of women, black female comedians, Monique, um, who feels more like someone from our childhood than from current times, um, she, I think, I think it's fair too. Um, she, I guess, was offered a Netflix special, mm-hmm. um, but they offered to pay her $500,000, which is well beneath what they've offered to pay other folks. Mm-hmm. And she was, to say the least, very unhappy with that offer and made a video appealing to the black community, asking everyone to boycott Netflix. She was and- trying to deploy the black signal. Yes. She was trying to play the black signal and the woman signal, I guess. Mm, fair enough, um, yeah. And people were not super there for it. Not collectively. Like, not everybody was like, this is yeah. the time. To, we, this this ain't with the pitchfork protocol, though. That's That, that, that don't meet the requirements. Um, but what be- are the requirements, Aisha? What are the requirements? Well, that's the question that I have, Laura. What are the requirements? Like, I was asking... I mean, and to give a little bit more context to Monique, because I feel like I certainly saw plenty of uh, response videos and what have you on my timeline on Instagram in particular, and even on YouTube, actually. And Monique was offered $500 million for a Netflix special. 500 500- Million or I'm sorry, I, we all she she would have said like, yes. I think she, she would have said five yes. Million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars, so okay. half a million dollars, and this is a tenth, not even five percent of what? What's that white lady name? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer mm-hmm. been offered and was given in the past, and that's even less than what Dave Chappelle. Um, I forget who the other big names were, but they were men had been offered. And so she was like, hold up. What's good with that? I can't, my worth is greater than this. Netflix approached me and was like, you're legendary. You are, you know, a person of a certain caliber. We think that we want, yeah, we know that we would like to have you on our platform and have you do your own special. So she's kind of like, wait, hold up. If that's how you feel, then why are you coming to me with this chump change, if you will, in comparison to what you've offered other people. And so she even tweeted about it. And Wanda Sykes was like, yo, they offered you 500,000. They've offered me 250,000. So thank you for saying out loud what you got or what you were offered. And I'm grateful that I said no, because what do I look like to you? And not for nothing, 
if I had to pick between Monique and Wanda Sykes, I'd pick Wanda Sykes. I pick Wanda Sykes. Um, but regardless of that, I think she was within her right to want to negotiate. I don't know the full yes. story, of course. I don't know if I don't know if that was their opening offer. I don't know if that's what they were able to negotiate it up to, or if her people were still trying to negotiate it even greater. But you know, that's as far as we know of the story. That at some point Netflix was like five hundred thousand, and she was like, "Nah, miss right. that." And I mean, I understand that. Like, I, I feel like she is well within range to be pissed off about that offer, especially when it's compared to the offer that other folks get. What I'm failing to really process is how it is our responsibility to remedy this. Like, for example, um, let's say I'm at work. <laughs> and my boss won't give me what I think I deserve. Sure, sure. Am I to ask all the black folks to boycott that company? If you want to. Right, but will they? I guess it depends. Like, <laughs> I need to know the circumstances. Like, let's, let me give an example. Let's say what they were trying to do was illegal. I feel like that one's a clear cut and dry line for the black signal i feel i don't know I, I haven't read the i haven't read the handbook but i feel like that's cut and dry now when it comes to ethics so let's say it's a thing of you know that your male counterpart or the white woman the white women in your office are being paid more than you like this is like on some times up type business here uh-huh and so you're like wait a minute wait a minute we were talking i make ten dollars an hour uh becky makes 15 and oh, Joe makes 20. Y'all need to boycott Whole Foods. I don't know. This is, this is who I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I need to boycott Whole Foods. Um, <laughs> if I know that this is like once I have context, because for me, I need context to make a fully informed decision. I'm sure that is the case for many other people as well. I would say effort to Whole Foods. I don't go to Whole Foods no more. It, right. it would be that simple for me, at least. Um, okay. Especially if we try and call them out, give them a chance to do better, and they choose not to do better. I think with Monique, it is unclear as to what Netflix's response was to her saying, nah, chill, miss me with that 500, make me another offer. We don't know if she even said that or if she just flat out was like, I'm insulted. I will never work with Netflix ever again. Which she's or, in her rights to do as well. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I also think as Netflix, eh, I don't know about that. I was going to say they're also within their right to offer such a low amount, but that's fucked up. Um, that's messed up. My bad. Um, for them to come in so low. Because I mean, it's, it's Netflix. It's they're much they offered Wanda. Apparently that's, that's pathetic. Like, what kind of foolishness? Like, so right now, who is the, best paid black female actress with their own special on Netflix. Because what I appreciated that Monique said was that she's, she said, I had to say no, because if I say yes to that, then what happens when they, when Tiffany, when it's time for Tiffany Haddish to come up to bat, she actually used her name in particular. She's like, I can't say yes to 500,000 because then what am I setting up Tiffany for? What am I setting up? And she mentioned a couple other uh, black female comedians and I think she has a point I think she's right but I think with more context if we would have seen like an email a screenshot that said that Netflix was like ha 
you're delusional for thinking that you should be getting paid anything more, then it's clear. It's black and white. It's cut and dry. Netflix fucked up. But this is a gray area. And so with that comes, you know, not being clear on how we're supposed to be in formation. I mean, we also don't know what offers were made to other people beyond the big, big, big ones. So we don't know if they've offered measly things to, because the Wanda Sykes thing, that's news to me. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's clearly less than Amy Schumer. It's clearly less than Dave Chappelle. I'd be very curious to hear um, how much they paid Ava, but I feel like that's a different, um, that's a different form of content that's being created. Well, different, but similar in that it is Ava being creative on Netflix and it is her product, although she is not necessarily the person that is on screen hundred percent of the time. Right. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how the industry works. I don't know the standards. I guess in my head, someone would make more for directing a big production versus standing in front of a crowd of people and saying funny things. But that's not how the world works. Like that, it. We would also think that people playing basketball wouldn't get paid as exactly. much as they do as well. Like that's just not <laughs> how the world works. So because I've decided that one value is more than that, that is irrelevant. <laughs> I'm fully aware of that. Um, but I'm just curious to see if there are other people out there because she's she was trying to imply that it was based on race and based on gender. And we just don't have enough data to support that. Although Wanda throwing her hand into the pile and saying, hey, they only mm -hmm. offered me 20, um, 250,000. That is more data. That is more, yeah. oh, wait, these two women are like, how? They are both black women. Um, and see, I feel like if that would have been her platform, if that would have been Monique's platform where she's like, yeah, she black women are being, so, yeah, being offered these very low contracts with Netflix and united with Wanda, or even if Wanda wasn't a part of it, but obviously Wanda was happy to share publicly what she had been offered, then that's a whole nother story to what Monique continued to do, which was the next day or a few days after she went onto Netflix and was, or not Netflix, onto the interweb and was like, boycott Netflix. She and her husband were standing in front of all her awards. Oh, and we're like, Jesus. Yes. Aisha, no. yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. They, Aisha. That's up because she tried to make it about her specifically. Yes. And that's where people were turned yep. off. That's where I was turned off. It's like, okay, I get it. You have, she is, she won an Oscar, right? She won an Academy yeah, Award. she won an Oscar for like, um, you are credentialed. You are worth some money. Absolutely. I, but you don't, you shouldn't have to prove your worth as an individual. Like if that is not what this is about, then that's not mm -hmm. what this is about. Which um, I mean, yes, I agree with you to an extent. It is about her, but she is a part of a greater community. And I think it is easier to stand behind a community of people you're supporting rather than just an individual, which in this case, like you said, she made it about her. So people are, it's more it's easier for that to be polarized because people might be like, well, you ain't even that funny. Or I haven't heard from you in a minute. Or please, ain't you in a... And start talking mess out their mouth versus, wait a minute, she talking about black women not being paid well. Let's get information. So uh, I feel like she approached us all wrong. I should have been her PR person. I, we we could have done this for her. We could have done this. Well, I don't know if she can afford a PR person because they ain't trying to give her her coins. Oh, was that shady? 
Was that Shane? What? No, it's saying that if she would be paid fairly, she could wait, hire. Wait, wait. So you saying so, that she's broke? Like I'm not saying all she's of her broke. past successes. I don't so know her financial situation. I don't know. Right. What Can I'm saying, her net worth. No, I'll stop. Can you? I'm. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care at all. I think that's the hardest part. It's like people don't really care about Monique, and that sounds really mean. But like, as far as like, she's trying to compare herself to Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer, but they're relevant right now, and and that was the issue because she, especially because she's not relevant, it was difficult to make it about her because if right. it had been, uh, like even if it was Tiffany Haddish, for goodness sakes, at this mo at this very moment. But see, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Do I that. know, but if it had been and Tiffany Haddish had taken the exact same approach, which I don't believe that she would have, it would have been easier for more people to sit to stand behind her because they're like, wait, she's just she was just on the tip of my tongue. Oh my goodness, she made that compelling speech. She's here for you know, she represents so many other people who are just a regular schmegler girl in the hood, but. Monique but also, in Monique's defense, did she get blackballed for something or other? Like, just after Precious? Specific. Like, something happened. She, like, pissed somebody off, and then they put her on a blacklist. And she, that's pretty much what... Wait, she hasn't been at the cookout? I mean, she might be at the cookout. But she can't but... bring a plate. Mm. She can't bring a dish. I know this. I know this. There's levels to the cookout for the people yeah. in the back. You won't see her doing the electric slide. <laughs> Damn, she got to sit out the electric slide. She got to sit out. She got to sit out. She All can right. watch, well, though. She I mean, are there any... I mean, we know about, of course, H&M, the black boy, um, and how we got information for him, even though his mama wasn't here for yeah, him. We spoke like, about that already. Got nothing better to do. <laughs> we spoke about that already. But what about that kid that you posted on uh, Facebook? Oh, Old, Old Navy? Yeah, um, I think that one's grounds for pitch. See, no, see, that will be grounds for pitchfork protocol mm -hmm. if Old Navy doesn't fire those people. They need to fire everybody mm -hmm. involved, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the pitchforks need to be raised. And I'll give context so that people know what you're talking about. Okay, so this dude walked into Old Navy, did his thing, picked up his items. And went to the register to cash out, and the cashier goes, oh, and are you going to purchase that coat as well? It was the coat that he was wearing and the coat that he wore into the store that he got for Christmas. It was from Old Navy, but it was his coat. He owned it. Mm -hmm. He, he they, walked in with it on his body. And they refused to believe that he wasn't trying to steal the coat. And they literally scanned the coat. They still didn't believe him. They were still trying to make him pay for his own coat. And by scan the coat, as in they looked like, up, up the, the SKU number. The like SKU the, number that's in the, you know, like the fabric care tag. It didn't actually have a sale tag on it because no, they were he's trying been wearing this jacket for a while because he got it for hard. Christmas. Real hard they were trying. And, and he, he was, was recording like, this throughout. Yeah, and he goes... Check the camera footage. I was wearing this coat when I walked through the door. He and they was checked very calm, mind you. He yeah. was following all the rules we have been taught as black people uh. on how to interact with white people. He was calm, poised, collected, very cool, level-headed. And even after the camera business, I mean, did they even apologize to him? And that was the kicker. They did not. 
they were mad at him because he was recording and like talking about it and nobody he said no one ever apologized for ridiculous like they were clearly wrong there's now evidence of this if you will and they so the the manager some some dude um and this woman were just like oh well you can't record in here which as a former gap employee i do recall that you are in fact not allowed to record but guess what these are extenuating circumstances and Mm -hmm. i would have been doing the same thing because what's next y'all gonna call the police on me and then i end up dead because you thought i stole this coat like yeah i'm gonna record this come on you know that coat was like no more than 40 dollars like nobody trying to go to jail i mean somebody is but that man was not okay and he was trying to purchase he was trying to continue to be a patron of this business yes clearly he likes his stuff because he's wearing it he got it for christmas that's so yeah, up. so are we boycotting? Oh wait, we have to see. We have to see how this develops. We'll have to update the family. Exactly. So I think pitchfork protocol is not in. Okay, it's a it's a case by case circumstance. But mm-hmm. in this case, you cannot blame two oh, employees maybe. for the entire organization unless the entire organization backs them up. Yes. So if the organization is like, oh, they will, they did the right thing. This is what they were trained to do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I will not be marching into no old navies anymore. Oh, speaking of which, oh, I forget the name of the company. Um, long story short, an immigrant to this country, older man, I'll add to that, um, of Asian descent, applied to work as a delivery person. Like I don't know if it was, I don't know what kind of delivery it was, but he was going to be a delivery person. He was applying for a job as a delivery person. Okay. In response to his resume or perhaps it was a follow-up email he was sending he had asked about he had inquired about something and the response he received and his response or his follow-up email made it clear that english was not his first language okay Uh, and the response he received was you no speak no english you get no job and the are you kidding me no joke pete panda's timeline and so he had sent this to his daughter who is i don't know if she's american born but she has a stronger hold of the english language i don't know if it's maybe her first language um and he's like what was that word you said is the issue that i need to work on in when i'm speaking and she's like grammar and he's like, yeah, I think that's why I didn't get this job because of my grammar. And then he some he shared the screenshot with his daughter who then put it on Twitter. And then the Twitter police started posting it because it was clear because it was like letterhead, not letterhead. This, his signature made it clear who the employer was. And so they were, um, people were tweeting at that company. And so, you know, I'm sure people were in formation. The Asian nations were in formation. And me too, the people of color nations. But mm-hmm. they fired that guy like almost immediately. So now as we can conti- as they should. So we can continue to patronize whatever this delivery service place was. We sure can. They handled it. Because handled they handled their business. Seriously. Seriously. That is the way to do it. So as far as to, to conclude pitchfork protocol, at least on my behalf, I think we need context. We need to see what resolutions might be. If that resolution is 
you know, once you're called out, it's how, how you choose to deal with the call out, whether it's paying somebody properly, treating someone better, firing someone, always apologizing, at least acknowledging that you did wrong. And then we proceed. And now if you choose not to do right, then the pitchforks come out. And now, I got, well, wait, go for it. Now, is there an intra-community pitchfork protocol? Like, what if... Girl! Girl! <laughs> like, for example, mm -hmm. mama of little black boy in the H&M t-shirt, mm -hmm. like, do we come for her? Can we come like, for what, her? But what, like, what, what does that look like? Like, I'm not trying to put her on blast as in, like, put her private information on the internet. See, I don't know that there's any point in coming for her i don't think we uh, we did we did agree before that it's not her responsibility because she is a private individual and not a company that is responsible for consumers or whatever but at the same time girl you representing folks you can't be doing that and i mean what are you teaching your child about his self-worth i mean in this moment i'm sure when that when that baby was put when that sh they put that shirt on that baby he didn't know no different i mean he doesn't know the context of that of course not well but the thing she is that should. the thing they're saying is that if they probably didn't put the shirt on the boy they put a green shirt a green hoodie oh, on gotcha. him and, and then they put just the words on later because the way photoshop works out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like but mama figured that out eventually and oh. she still was like well we getting paid or i don't know actually i don't know what her thought process was you know what? I think the person who might have some power in this situation would be Diddy because Diddy was offering the kid, what, like a million dollar modeling contract. Mm -hmm. So I guess Diddy could decide, I don't want to give your child a million dollar modeling contract anymore because you ain't here for, you're not conducting yourself, mom, that is not the baby, um, in such a way that I feel is representative of, of our community and, and of our brand. So I feel like if there is any power in this situation over mom, it could potentially be by, be financial by way of Diddy. Mm. Anyhow, carry like, on. What does that look like? Is it he just says no or he gives her an opportunity to make it? Like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he could. It could be like, I will bring your son on contingent upon you either acknowledging that the H&M debacle should have gone differently or that that whole H&M interaction should have gone differently mm. or, you know. That just feels like money motivated lies though. Like, oh, you want me to say, wait, let me write this down. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. That's true. Absolutely. I was naive <laughs> for a quick second. Up, I'm like, what up, you about? People don't lie for money, Aisha. What do you mean? Mm. Wow, for a quick second, I lived in some utopia. <laughs> uh, I remember the world. Um, I, well, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. But I feel like he could just be like, I'm sorry. I heard how you responded to that. That does not align with my brand. Well, actually, I what I can do instead is perhaps have a college fund or something. I don't know. Like, But he going to renege on a deal. As far as intra-community pitchfork protocol is concerned, mm -hmm. Chrisette Michelle, Stacey Dash. Oh, yes. We kicked them out. So Steve Harvey. See, he, you know, they let him back in. He ain't. What's that other it. dude that's a part of Trump's? Um, mm, uh, ben Carson. Ben Carson. Omarosa. Omarosa. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the memes where they had her? She's on another like reality show, Laura. 
hear the disappointment in my silence. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. what reality show was this? I don't remember. I like I literally saw it and moved on with my life. Like I could, I could not give it any more energy. Can we move on? Can we move on? She is on the same list as Rachel Dozel. I don't speak about her. <laughs> mm. Let us move on. Okay. okay. Oh, but you were saying intra-community yeah. protocol. It, I mean, there are times yeah, where there we are examples. Yeah. But it's times where the person is being a representative of the larger community. Yeah, like, that's true. H&M mom, she's representing herself and her son. Mm-hmm. But Stacey Dash be on the news trying to talk for black folks. Omarosa be in the White House trying to talk for black folks. Like, you ben don't Carson, represent us. <laughs> who knows what he's doing. <laughs> Actually, we should probably be concerned that we haven't heard too much from him lately. Yeah, he's they too quiet. Or is not to no good? Should we check on Ben? <laughs> I mean, I know we don't. I know he don't. He ain't allowed at the cookout. But maybe we should check up on him just for, mm-hmm. just to make sure he alive. He not that he's know. well, but that he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just does he have a pulse? I, I. All right. So. Moving on. Moving on. I guess that'll just have to be the protocol for now. Mm-hmm. Changes will be made as needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look forward to seeing what Old Navy says or does in reaction and response to this situation. Moving on to 45. <laughs> um, did you watch the State of the Union last night? No. Yeah, me neither. I was in a really good mood. <laughs> so- See, the funny thing is, I'm going to watch it. But yesterday not. evening, I was in a I was also in a great mood, and I was like, Mm-mm. I don't want to ruin this at this time. And I was just having a good old time with my boo. We were just chatting, and yeah, I was Mm-mm, nah, nah, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah. What so, are the highlights? I don't know. I didn't watch it, and I was gonna oh, read it this read morning, but I ran out of time. I was gonna read the transcript, mm-hmm. so I. I'll read the transcript at some point. I don't think I could handle watching that man talk anymore. Like, I don't think I can do it. Oh, well, I was going to have it. Essentially, I was going to hear him. I, I can't um, do it. I cannot stand his face. <laughs> I cannot stand his voice. Fair enough. And Self-care. I know that he didn't write the speech, so I think it'll be easier to read it. Fair enough. Yes, um, these are all true words. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is no surprise that he got the least positive reaction in at least 20 years. Whoa. Um, <laughs> so Wait, they who said, was president 20 years ago? Let's see. I'm what is 30. it? 2018. That would was be... it the other Bush? Was it daddy Bush? Was that 1998? Oh no. What did no. it have been Clinton? Yeah. What year is this? That would be 1998. That would be Clinton. Clinton. Yeah. When was he impeached? Clinton. He was never impeached. Well, you know, when was he up for, you know? Well, Obama came into office eight years after, and that was 2009 was his first year, right? Mm-hmm. So that would put Bush in office in 90, no, 2000, 2000? Yeah, the election was year 2000. Okay, yeah, it was October 8th, 1998 that the House voted to impeach Clinton. Okay, I just want to know what was, if that was the year, the Monica Lewinsky years. <laughs> Anyhow. You're right, though. It was the Monica Lewinsky years. <laughs> yep, it was. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Which you know what though? I, to, we're getting off topic, but if we were, if Monica Lewinsky 
if that whole scandal would have happened right now, oh, she would have had way more backup. She would have had so much more support, so much more. So although, it is amazing how much, how we have progressed in twenty years. But I say more support. I'm not saying everybody would have been behind her. She she would have still been a very similar predicament though, because like imagine if that happened with like what? Oh, I said his name. Mm. What? <laughs> Like, what can this man not do? Like, he has done so many horrible things and nothing is... Yeah, but somehow that's different because from the get-go, we know 45 to be an evildoer, whereas Clinton was more veiled in that sense. So you're not... You're saying if it was actually the same exact scenario not if yeah it was same exact with not not with 45 president. no 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 okay same exact scenario i'll buy that i will buy what you're selling <laughs> i'm just saying i could sell ice to a eskimo but you know let me i mean i, I feel like they never mind girl i'm um, a wonderful salesperson I'm just <laughs> so i don't know miss director brenda fitzgerald well she ain't director no more mm. but brenda fitzgerald used to be the director of the cdc mm-hmm Tell me why she had to resign because she she um, was caught because she purchased tobacco stock. Oh, I know why. Because she was doing this while there was a smoke cessation campaign. Oh, she no, was I'm in asking, charge I'm of actually it. asking why. I'm like, oh. why was <laughs> she like, Aisha, doing this? This is very clear. <laughs> like, because she's smart. She knows <laughs> that money is in tobacco. People... People know it's bad for them, but they know you know they still don't smoke. <sighs> so Brenda done lost her job trying to. That's probably like I mean, a she probably still got money though. So she, you know she invested in the tobacco, right? She will right? be okay <laughs> because they're the same people that I mean. Yeah, I mean, cigarettes is expensive. I'm sure she is making bank. <laughs> and they're also the same people that will fund like smoke cessation products, like the nicotine patches and the pharmaceutical versions of that and so forth. So like they, I. They make him bank. Yeah, she's gonna be she's gonna be fine. Um and then the last thing, it's not necessarily 45, but um there's a train carrying like Republican members of Congress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like dozens of Republican members of Congress. They were like, all heading somewhere filled yeah. with Republican members. That must have been terrifying for anybody on that train. Including <laughs> House Speaker Paul Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um but they were on their way to a legislative retreat, I believe, in West Virginia. And they got I imagine them doing truck balls. And they got <laughs> <laughs> the weekend of truck balls. Yes, with all three of them. Oh Lord. Trust balls. Um but they the train got hit by a garbage truck. And yeah. I think all of the Republicans were okay, but somebody died. Like so one, one of the people in the truck died. Oh, geez. Yeah. And I mean, we don't know what caused a truck to hit a train because obviously the train wasn't going for the truck. Um, right. But regardless, someone lost their life. Yeah. Um, but The way that people, the, the Republicans on that train were, I forget the guy's name, like one of the more notorious ones. He was like, Oh, we good? Oh no! I th- oh, we're all fine. You know, was like really bothering selfie. me. There were random. I mean, ugh, okay, it shouldn't bother me. I feel like we come. I- I've got some self growth to do when it comes mm-hmm. to this. Like, it felt like very low hanging fruit. The way that the headlines were crafted for this particular incident. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it bothered me that like random Republicans were checking in to say they were okay. But you know, they all have families, they all have loved ones. Mm -hmm. Like that is a perfectly normal thing. It only upsets me because it was Republican Congress members. And that's something that I just need to. I mean, I will say in part that is the case. So I am being biased, but it also bothered me that there was no acknowledgement from at least up until when I had read the latest article that they were like, someone died as a result to this. I'm fine you know, praise for the family kind of thing. Like, I mean, acknowledging that someone just died. Like, no, yeah. we don't. I mean, and I'm not saying this is actually just specific to the Republicans, although this is certainly an instance of it. You know, I, I have my issues just, with the Democrats as well. Oh, I mean, I, I vote on the issues, not on the people. Um, and I don't know. I feel like in this day and age, life is taken so lightly. Like, we've been... We've been conditioned to not care about things we really should care about. They have tried to condition me. I have, I'm not, I have resisted. I have resisted, but I do acknowledge that there are certain things that I'll just not feel that I'm like, wait a minute, someone was just hurt or someone has just died. And like to hear about it on the news, you know, you hear about it countless times and it's like, oh, another one, but it's like, Every I've been trying to be more conscious of this. So if I do hear about someone's passing, so in this case, the person that was in the bus, like I give them a moment of silence. Like shit, someone just died. Like life just ended for someone and they were not expecting it. Like it's one thing if you're in a hospice, you 99 years old, you might be upset because you ain't make it to 100, sure. But you're 99, you lived a good life probably. But to just have your life taken away like that, you know, you probably just woke up that day, you had your coffee, you could live in your life, you driving and riding the car, and then you die. Like yeah. shit, that is a life. So I feel like, yeah, for me, my personal thing this year is trying to truly connect with my feelings. I've been doing a lot of introspection and just. And also just acknowledging how precious life is, which, I mean, I guess it's easier to do as a Black person in this country where you're like, shit, do I get shot today or not? Oh, but, geez. you know, it's a reality. Why aren't we hearing about the terrors that are still plaguing our country and regarding, you know, regarding Black lives? It's not on the news anymore, but we know it's still happening. What, are we supposed to think that in the past six months, no Black people have been killed or shot or harmed by police? That is not true. It's just not making headlines as it once was. Why is that? Conspiracy theories. All right. <sighs> Continuing uh, on. Yeah. So you want to. Oh, no. I put the first one on there. Okay. So for Fix It Black Jesus, there is a woman who left France to fight in Syria to recruit for ISIS. Oh, no. Why are you doing or that? ISIL or whatever they call them today. They rebranded? They rebranded a couple years ago, mm. but we still call them ISIS for whatever mm. reason. It's like Puffy calling himself Diddy. Sometimes mm. he's Diddy. Didn't he rebrand again Puffy? recently? Whatever. That's irrelevant. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry, my bad. But they're trying to figure out, like, what do we do with these people? Like, do we let her back in? Like... Oh, back into Syria? Oh, back, into oh, right, back into France. Like, oh, I don't want to be though. I don't want to recruit for ISIS no more. I'm done with this. This ain't okay. Oh, like, we put she's... her in jail. 
uh, how is this not as simple as that? But in Syria, obviously, because she didn't commit a crime against France, unless it's the United Nations and it's the, what is it, like the international law? I don't know. Like, isn't there international law that deals with that? Where you're recruiting for terrorism? How come this, well, looks, this is too simple for me? So that must mean- It kind mean of reminds me of, remember the Ku Klux Klan guy from not too long ago? Which one? You gotta, one, you gotta, you gotta narrow that down. The one who's like, oh, I don't want to be a Klan member anymore. I've oh, seen. so that they threw all that money at him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like- I don't want to be an ISIS anymore. Like what? Like wait, 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 wait. Hold up. I, I guess I missed that. She no longer wants to do that job. Right. She's remorseful for this. Did she serve any time in prison? I mean, our society has made it so that if you do something wrong against society, you go to prison essentially, or you have to do community service, or you got to pay a fee. Like those are essentially the three things that you do to prove you are a decent human being again in society by someone's standards by society standards so did she do any of the above was homegirl uh, picking trash by the side of the highway did she pay anybody any money <laughs> or did she go to jail like um yeah she lived in syria and she joined isis that's what i know and hold up wait a minute looking at this more bird's eye view if you will because i'm all about my context she is the was daughter she, of a policeman. That is worth noting. Was she, is this like gang membership, if you will? Because in the hood, a lot of folks, dudes in particular, but also females or female identifying people will join gangs out of what they perceive to be necessity or what is actually necessity for survival. So was she doing this job or even think of um, exploited sex workers? Oh, you're Pro giving us so much credit right now. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I don't know her whole story. How did she wind up doing this? She was Does a daughter she need of help? We need this to read this video. paragraph. This is all we need to know. Hold on. It started the video. Okay. So it says here that the daughter of a policeman from a small town in Brittany she converted to Islam as a teenager after she began covering herself from head to toe in black abaya. I don't know how to say that word. And veil. She felt so scorned in France that she left her two small children to go to Syria, eventually becoming a prominent propagandist and recruiter for the Islamic State. Now, she has not served any time because the following paragraph is, and I quote, she would like to come back. She has asked for a pardon from her family, her friends, her country. That is a quote from her mother. So she just wants a pardon and entry back into France. What caused her to convert to Islam as a that teenager? I, I mean, not to say that it's not a, a, a decision that could be made at, you know, as an adolescent, but for a child, an adolescent to change their religion, I don't know what her, you know, what she, her former religion was, but let's say she was Christian and then she became an Islam as an adolescent. Adolescence is definitely a time that I'm sure, as you remember, might be a bit confusing. You're doing stupid shit sometimes. You're influenced by all sorts of foolishness. And I'm not trying to give her any credit here. I'm just trying to get an idea of the whole picture. And I'm not saying that if her environment caused her to do wrong, that she shouldn't have to pay consequences because if you do bad things 
you should be um, punished for them. But I do think there is a gray area because if we were to liken this to, you know, exploited sex workers type of thing, then this conversation would be different. It would be like, wait a minute, this person deserves our help to get back into society because they've been exploited versus, well, they were selling themselves for money. So they go to jail, which that's a whole nother thing. I don't think people should have to go to jail for selling themselves shit. So you're Punani girl. Anyway, moving on. Um, Difference between, I mean, maybe this is me making false comparisons again, but I feel like there's a difference between putting your own body in a particular situation versus actively recruiting for ISIS. Yeah, but what if they're telling you, you have to do this or you die and we kill your family, we know where they are. Like, mm. it's not like we, like that's completely out of the realm of possibility. No. Yeah, ISIS, I, got this a powerful... I don't know enough about ISIS to say it isn't. That's like, for sure. Right? Like, I don't know them, NSA, because I, I know you're listening. I'm but... not familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I will wave the little flag if you need me to. I'm not down with the ISIS. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, I don't know the whole story on that, but I do think. So we just don't give her the benefit of the doubt. We need more data. We don't have enough data. Okay. I always want more data. That's fine. All right. So next in Fix It Black Jesus. Yes. Um, What is this happening? So this is actually sort of in line with dude that went to Old Navy and was stopped and they accused him of stealing the coat he walked in with. So in Rotterdam, which I don't know what European country this is a part of, but Rotterdam, that's in uh, the Netherlands. You've been there. So Netherlands, police are dead ass going to stop and question people for wearing designer clothing, which is essentially a way of racial profiling because they're only going to ask you if you look like you can't afford whatever it is that you're wearing. <laughs> Literally that is the that is the protocol for stopping someone is because oh, they, stop look, and frisk. they got stop it and is frisk stop and frisk. They're going to stop and frisk your Louis Vuitton bag or whatever the case is cuz it looks like you can't afford it. Like you know, you already know who's going to be on the short end on the receiving end of that foolishness. Like do better fix it black jesus secondly there was this white woman when was this i think maybe a week a week or so ago in staten island the forgotten island um who sprayed her face with a homemade acid substance went to the police well i I don't know how it she told police and the other emergency help folks the um ems that a black woman, she made up a black woman, had done this to her. So, of course, police and them out there oh, trying to Lord, look for the black lady. Black lady. Thankfully, that don't exist. thankfully, whomever was the detective on this case detected <laughs> that she was lying. <laughs> and they were like, nah, 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 nah. Homegirl ain't doing all right in her brain parts. She's making this <laughs> shit up. But what in the good F? Like, are you for serious, white lady? Fix it, Black Jesus. Fix it. We don't have enough real problems. You want to seriously? Like, imagine being like Staten Island is already known to be racist. Like, because they are. Do they have like a good reputation for anything? Like, is there like anything that people are like? Oh, that's great. Staten Island's great for this. Like the fairy. 
to get off of the island. Oh Lord Jesus. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> how about how about you? You got anything else of Black Jesus to fix? Um so apparently the new training protocol, we talk about protocols this week mm-hmm. for from some Kentucky officer. Kentucky, nothing new, good happens in Kentucky. Well, my cousin was born there, but mm, we won't a talk new about recruit, it. he told him if they're black, shoot them. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Say, run that by me one more time. <laughs> Wait, what? If they're black, shoot them. Um. Uh, was this in a? Mi- Fix it, Black Jesus. Just I. I. Mm, no. No. No, this is in like the year 2018, 2017, like this. Um, I guess my point is, what has this uh, police chief been um, disciplined in any way? I mean, I don't expect him to. I would like. To I guess that's what I'm. I'm curious. Like, since we're talking oh, about protocol, are we, and how are we boycott the. I mean, we already boycott. Boycott in the Kentucky police. <laughs> <laughs> all of them, all the Kentuckian police. <sighs> like, do this we need was a... in the year of our Lord, twenty eighteen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you just say the year of our Lord? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we have a theme today around <laughs> religion that neither one of us are very connected with. But okay. Oh, this is so good. Um, Shaw's attorney. So the man's name is Todd Shaw. And he was the former acting chief of a Kentucky police department. And he instructed the police recruit to shoot black teenagers on site if caught smoking marijuana. Former because he was fired? I guess so. We gonna need a follow up. We gonna need a follow up on this. That's the right All thing. Right. If black shoot them. <laughs> yeah, we gonna move on. We gonna leave that for black Jesus. And we are gonna have to follow up on that. because oh, I need but, but, more One more thing. This is my favorite part. Are you ready? Mm. Um. Shaw's attorney, Michael Burns, did not immediately respond to inquiry, but told the Louisville Courier-Journal that his client, and I quote, is not a racist in any sense of the word, and was just playing. (laughs) I hate everyone. (laughs) Oh my God, the lies we tell. And get away with. That's the worst part. Can we... we As a collective send dictionaries to his attorney to then pass on in any sense of the word we're gonna move any sense of the word not racist he was just playing he was just playing just shoot black teenagers that are smoking marijuana all right i want to thank black jesus (laughs) who child all right all right let's get some positivity going on because we got a f- I have a few, um, or we have a few black creatives lined up. My first one is for this brand. It's a Nigerian brand called B Foyne. Uh, B space F-Y-N-E okay. is the name of the brand. They ship internationally. More importantly, they make some bomb ass bathing suits. Girl, girl, and g- girl, you need to go on a website. Girl is melanated AF, and then other people are less melanated. The fact is, they all from the motherland, or they have motherland attributes, 
and I appreciate all of them. Now, that said, I can't afford anything that they sell. Cause like, let's go with one of their bathing suits is $199.99, $200. Mm-mm, that's not in my budget the way it's set up, but maybe it's in your budget. They have something on sale for $69.99. Maybe that's in your budget. That's cool. Support them. It's gorgeous. And the way that they have done their, um, how they have created their website, it's just melanin dripping from the gods and it's just gorgeous. It makes me very, very proud and happy. Um, speaking of Tiffany Haddish, Homegirl has a production company, production company called She Ready. <laughs> Love it. And they signed their first deal with HBO. Um, or they, she, she signed her first deal with HBO, uh, maybe a week ago, about a week ago. Um, it's a two year pact with, um, with them. And I mean, I guess we're going to see her doing great things. And so I'm, I imagine HBO money is bigger than Netflix money. Not that Netflix approached her, but I'm saying like, go on girl, do your thing. You got any black creatives you want the people to know about? I do. So there was an artist based in Brooklyn. I believe I believe their name is Camilla Falquez. Um, okay. And she was she photographed. She wanted to make radically soft photos of black masculinity. So she photographed this beautiful black man, like surrounded in like pink tool and just like in just really like intimate very soft like very like just the opposite of what people like to define as like a rugged tough tough toxic masculine mm. photo shoot it's like it looked like she was like these photos look like she was photographing a baby like the way that this man is just like it's beautiful wait a minute um, see when you say that that totally puts me in like an ann gettys frame of mind where I then think of a black man in a basket wrapped up in a blanket. I is mean, he is wrapped up in some pink tools. So I in mean, a basket, like a baby, he's not in a basket, like a baby. He's too oh. big to be in a basket, um, but he's like, basket. And, like posing and like kind of like dancer-esque poses. Very. Okay. So just more feminine yeah. or what are, what are considered feminine movements. Hence a soft. Yeah. Like there's okay. one where he's like in some bubbles. <laughs> like he's got some bubbles. Like in a bubble face. bath, like Mr. Ducky? No, it looks like he's got some bubbles on his face. Where see the um, pic like, how about we share links of this with the people? Cause the way you setting this up, you got me thinking this grown ass man is in a bubble bath. Why you gotta say it like that? What would be wrong if he was? With a rubber ducky. You know what? I saw that video of that man giving his, the black man giving his cat a bath. And I'm here for <laughs> it's it. So good. I'm so here for it. Hell yeah, black man. Freestyle. Oh, like, so good. That was, that brought so much happy to my life. Yeah. That um, was good. But that was real good. I guess the way you were describing it sounds as if he was being fetishized to be a baby. And no, that I would have a no. problem with. It's just challenging masculinity. That's what it okay. is. Okay. I did not. That. It doesn't. Dope. Yeah. Okay. I did a I, terrible I, job. Of if that's if that's what you're right. This is. Uh, I'm like, wow. So this man is a baby in a basket. No, he's not a baby in a basket. And he's in the bubble bath as a baby. It is but far this more is not it. Intimate and like beautiful. Okay. Then I did that. I love when 
you know, toxic masculinity is challenged. And please take heed to the fact that I said toxic. Mm -hmm. I have no issue with masculine and masculinity or masculine um, features and yeah. attitude or what have you. But when it's toxic, like, I mean, I'm sure you've seen bottles that will say non-toxic, like the glue, right? Like that's better if you ingest it than if it were to say toxic glue. See, I don't like toxic in my life. So there's that. You probably just shouldn't be ingesting glue, period. Well, don't eat glue. Like, for, like I'm sure if you eat too much of it, you're going to get the runs, but... Yeah. Amongst other things, yeah. Amongst, uh, but if it's non toxic, I'm saying, like, you know, don't eat it though. I'm not saying you should. I don't think it's okay. one of the five. And moves. then my final one, <laughs> my final black creative, is my episodic, episodic. How do you say that word? Episodic reminder so. that Black Panther is coming out <laughs> on February 16th, <gasps> and they had the premiere, and the everyone looked beautiful and wonderful but i do need to call out my people mm -hmm. why didn't they invite roxanne gay why didn't they invite her we trying to find out the people want to know mm. aisha can i confess something to you you're gonna so, make me angry bro. so i nah i think you'll just laugh at me mm -hmm. uh, did you get your tickets for black panther laura Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay, carry I got on. Them, I think I got them like January 3rd. I was not playing. Okay. And they're reserved seats. You know I ain't trying to stand in no line. But bus how? I was really excited. Remember how I told you I went to the mall and I saw those BBWs doing laps? Mm -hmm. So the only reason I was in the mall was because it's across the street from the movie theater. Tell me why I try to go see Black Panther like two weeks ago. How? <laughs> Aisha, Aisha, I'm walking up to the theater. Ow. I'm like, shit, why don't they have Black Panther listed on the marquee? That's fucked up. How? I'm like, wait a minute. How were you going to see it two weeks ago, Laura? How? Aisha. You got some preliminary screening rights I don't know about. Aisha, I had even invited people. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you invite, Laura? People oh. I had never met, but they were black people in town. And so a friend, a white friend was like, yo, my black friends are coming into town. Would it be cool if I introduce y'all to one another so that they don't feel so lonely in this white space? You know, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And so I was like, yo, if you want to come to, you know, to go watch. And black none of y'all black people knew it didn't come out yet. <laughs> Not one of you. <laughs> I'm done. No, yo. no more. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I thought I was going to take that to the grave with me, but I had to share. I had to share. <laughs> that is not okay. I, I, I tell you me. every episode when it's coming out, Laura. <laughs> it got me really excited. So I just showed up. I just, I, sh I was real early. Oh I didn't want to be on CP time and Miss Wakanda. So February 16th. Actually, I have tickets for February 15th. But the oh, okay, official Thursday premiere date is February 16th. Do you accept me for who I am? I have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> there are no options there. Oh, okay, man. what's next? Whew. All right. So next we're going to be featuring a new segment called Black Commerce. Because we are all about supporting black businesses if you heard our first episode of the season i believe um of season two 
by black. And there was a woman, her name is Maggie Anderson, author of Our Black Year. She is the founder of the Empowerment Experiment. And she lived off of black businesses for one year. Um, she's a critically acclaimed author of Our Black Year and the new leader of an economic empowerment movement to drive more consumer and corporate support to businesses that represent and reinvest, reinvest the struggling African-American community. Um, so I haven't read her book. I have actively been sharing with you folks, uh, you know, anytime I buy something from, you know, a black owned business, which is becoming more and more often because I am in fact trying to buy more of my regular, regular things, whether it's cosmetics and toothbrushes and so forth, so forth from black owned businesses. Um, but I thought that was dope as fuck. Um, I, it would be challenging if I tried to do that in Portland. I don't know who I would get my vegetables from, um, but I'm sure I could find somebody, maybe. But yeah, I thought that was dope. So check her out, Maggie Anderson. Oh, speaking of which, so yesterday I got an invitation on the Facebook um, to go to brunch later in, like in mid-February. And mm -hmm. I- Black Panther comes out. <laughs> But it's the day after, February 17th, which, yes, mm -hmm. Black Panther did not come out on January, whatever the second mm -hmm. Friday of January was. Mm -hmm. um, so I immediately ask in the Facebook event, is this restaurant Black-owned? It received many hearts, I would like to say. And the response was, of course it is, girl. And I was like, yes, yes. And because nowadays when people invite me to go spend my money, my hard owned coins, I'm sorry, hard earned coins on anything, especially the way my budget is set up, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, is it black owned or is this going to support a black business? Because I'm not just, I'm trying to be more intentional with how I spend my money and it needs to be, because I feel like the way you spend your money shows what your priorities are. And yes. my priority is supporting my own people. So there's that. How about okay. you? You got any black commerce news? Sure. Um, actually, a dance class that I went to was mm. sponsored by LucaFit, which is an activewear company, black owned, black owned Ooh. activewear company. Mm -hmm. But I actually won a pair of LucaFit <gasps> leggings. Word, what they look like. Um, they have just black women being excellent on them. Honestly, they're like, oh my gosh, it's awesome. With like little. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Now, I'm going to say this, and it might sound silly, because I am what my aunties would call, well, not my aunties, but somebody else's aunties would call a skinny mini, but okay. are the black girls on these leggings all the same body type, or is there anything special about they them? They are not all the same body type. Yes! For inclusivity. Shit. Because I get sick of that. I mean, I realize one of my privileges, if you will... Um, one that you share because you are also a very fit person and by American standards, a slender human creature. Um, whenever we see, let's say, an advertisement for apparel of any sort, clothing, the model looks similar, not exactly like because the way your butt is set up, but similar to how our own body types look like. So when we're shopping for clothes, we have a good idea as to what it's gonna look like on our own bodies. But if you are a more full-figured person or you a BBW and you see some size two wearing girl wearing the jeans that you're about to buy, like that's not a good representation of what you're about to buy. So no. it's just one no. of those things where 
you know, we want to see more black people, you know, in the media. But I also want to see more full figured models or just people wearing the clothes that, you know, even being sold to me, because why is it that only skinny mini clothes can be modeled so that I can buy them if we've been showing full of figure people, size two people since the beginning of time? Like that shit ain't right. I'm just saying, I've been trying well, to check. What's beautiful is I had to send them my size and mm-hmm. she goes, we are out of everything but extra small. And I thought that was wonderful. Um, <laughs> yes! So yes, 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 go get your Luka Fit leggings. We can be leggings twins. Okay. L-U-K-A-F-I-T dot com. On the website. Um, oh, yes. it looks like they have, oh yeah. they. Ooh, they go all the way up to 3X and they are indeed all sold out. <laughs> there you go. Um, and I'm just going to throw myself in there into the black commerce. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I run a virtual ride series um, yes. <laughs> called Do Better Together. It's very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, we just finished the first challenge. Um, and there's two more. There's one challenge in February and one challenge in March. And the whole premise is that you set a cycling goal that works for you. Not that works for your friend or works for your mama, but one that works for you. And we all work together to achieve our individual goals. And the first challenge went really, really well. And I'm really excited about the upcoming challenge in February, which is the 19th to the 25th. And for more information and details on what it's about and what you can win and what you need to do, go to aquithbrownfox.com and you can find all the stuff there. You can find it. Yes, girl. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am on the LucaFit website. Mm -hmm. Girl. The women that are so they're silhouettes. Hilarious. I love beautiful. There are silhouettes of women in different colored like leotards Mm -hmm. on the leggings. I love that one of them is wearing bantu knots and got beads in her hair. Yes, another one got a fro. Oh, this is all sorts of cute. This ain't in my budget for this month, but I'm gonna put it in my Google Keep and I'm gonna follow up with this in March. Mm -hmm. Or okay, to close out black creatives. I have commerce. a wish. Black commerce, better yet. I have a desire I want to put out to the universe. I desire to have all Black-owned businesses have a sale for the whole month, only for people of color, though. So, what's how? Equity. So, Because so, the way this going to work out is, like, let's say I sell pumpkins. I'm not sure why I sell pumpkins, <laughs> but I sell pumpkins. You pumpkin farmer, that's cool. And you come up to me and you like, and you you're a person of color. You I don't am. have to have a card or nothing. Don't worry. <laughs> you just come up to me. Oh, what if you're not presenting though? Like, what if you? I like- know. I thought of this. I thought of this, and I I don't have an answer yet. But I did think about the fact that they do have privilege. As like, like what if Rachel? <laughs> Why does she manage to be in every single episode though? <laughs> what is really good? of what not to do every time. So, if Aisha came up to me and she wanted to buy my pumpkins, oh, and my pumpkins are usually $7. I don't know. Is that a good price for a pumpkin? I don't sure. know. I don't buy pumpkins on the regular, but carry on. $7. I will sell you a pumpkin for $3.50. 50% off. Wow, that's a real good deal. Right now? But are you making if, any money off of that? If, don't worry about it. Yes, I am. I got so many pumpkins. Don't worry about it. I'm still trying to make money. Like, I ain't trying to go in the Paul house just because I'm trying to get my people to buy my stuff. No, no, no. We ain't doing that. I'm trying to be right about this. You should, you'd be surprised on the markup on my pumpkins. Moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then if Becky show up, her pumpkin going to be $14. Ha! 
Holla. No, 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 no. Not even. Her pumpkin going to be $10. That is blatant discrimination, though. Because she a woman. But then if Jack show up, his pumping going to be $14. You think that's... Well, I'll probably get arrested for that, huh? Yeah, that is blatant discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> like, you cannot even pretend you're not discriminating. Shit, um, I'm going to think this through. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this more thought. Now, I mean, I am in the camp of people, and I'm just going to make this as quick as possible. I'm in the camp of people who feel that equity needs to be forced. Yes. And right. so I understand that what would that look model. Like? It would look a lot like that, to be honest. With you. <laughs> but that business model is probably very illegal. Oh, but you know what? People do do this. Do do. Um, <laughs> by <laughs> you have a child. By way of, I mean, at least I've been invited to plenty of events where they'll say, you know, it's a sliding scale, and you choose what you can afford or what you feel is the right price for you. Uh huh. And they'll have suggestions. They won't blatantly say, if you're a white woman, you pay 35% more. But it will say, if you identify as a person, oh, no, if you are a person with a marginalized voice, you, you know, we, um, please know that we are considering you or something like that. I don't know. It's worded I much better than that. waiting for the day that Rachel shows up at the untokening. Aisha. So She's going to be in the audience clapping. So I hard, will just fall out <laughs> upon sight. Just fall out. Just leave Ooh. all my devices. Go completely limp. Oh just, man! Just like oh, church. Lord of mercy. Like I caught the Holy Ghost and it just overcame mm-hmm. me, and I just mm-hmm. lost it. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have to pull out the blanket. I mean, I don't know who you think is gonna pull you out. Everybody else is gonna be fall out, fall out too. It's like everybody just fell down and just oh shit. <laughs> and she gonna be like, "What happened? No, Jesus, take us, take us now." All right. With that said, let's wrap this up. Thank the folks for listening. All right. Thanks Appreciate so much. Appreciate your support and such. Yep. 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 Anything Don't worry, next week I'm gonna have mad bus house for y'all. But oh geez, the list is so long. But this week we just gonna wrap it up. Okay. Um, so I guess that's looking like the end of our episode. Please um follow us on the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams at Fix It Black Jesus. Um, we've been trying to post a little bit more and you guys have been interacting with us and we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also reach us on the Googles on the on the Gmails at fixitblackjesus mm. at gmail.com. And find us on the interwebs at fixitblackjesus.com. And you can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, what's the other one? Are we um, on Spotify? Stitcher. We are not on Spotify. Do they have? Yeah, podcasts? you can listen to podcasts on Spotify. I didn't know that. We're going to look into that. I don't know how that worked. Um, but for now, we are on the other things. And, oh, yeah. Uh, so many other things. Yeah. Thank you for uh, listening. I don't have anything else to add. So thanks so much. I am Aisha McGowan. And I'm Laura Solis. This was Fix It Black Jesus. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Please fix it, Black Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh.